Welcome to the Transition Bridge Podcast, the podcast that will help you embrace, grow, and be transformed by the transitions of life. Now here's your host, Debbie Ronka. Welcome, everyone, to the Transition Bridge Podcast. I'm Debbie Ronka, your host, and I'm really grateful that you are here with us today. Well, let me ask you, how many of us have treasured family photos or videos that are still on our phone? Or we have hard copies of these photos that are still in boxes that don't have a home or a place to be stored. I know I do, and I want to do it better. I want to be able to leave a legacy of these photos with my children and my grandchildren. And so my guest today is here to share with us exactly how we could do this. James Gebhardt is the CEO and founder of MyArchid Incorporated and has created a technology storage system to help us save these memories with a legacy that will span the generations. Well, welcome, James. I'm really glad that you're here with us today. Oh, thanks for having me. That's got to be one of the best intros I've ever had. That's great. Oh, well, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate that. Well, tell me a little bit about your story. I know, um, you know, this is all about transitions. And so I know that you made the transition from a career 20 years as an electrician and you've transitioned into this business. So that's huge. That's powerful. So tell us a little bit about that and how this whole idea got birthed. Well, it, you kind of, I got to go way, way back uh, because when we first started, my daughter, uh, when she was about two and a half was going to have some open heart surgery. Mm. And so we, uh, rented a back in those days, back in about 83, 84. Uh, you know how the big had big VHS cameras and stuff like that. Right. So we wanted to videotape her kind of a day in the life type thing, just in case something happened sure. during the surgery, stuff like that. Everything went great. I have no idea where that tape's at. But it was one of those things that sit in the back of my mind, kind of going, just how can you how can you pass on some of these memories if we had to? And then along about 96 or so, I sent my dad down. We took a road trip back to Iowa uh, with the kids and see grandpa and stuff like that. He lives out in the middle of Iowa in a little cabin out there. And we were, I sat him down. I just asked him stories about, well, what would you do as a kid? You know, how long were you a paper boy? Where were you, you know, during uh, when they dropped the bomb on, uh, you know, like Hiroshima and Nagasaki? Uh, what, you know, when did you learn to drive a car, ride a bike, things like that? How much was a gallon of gas? Those mm-hmm. little bitty things that are so kind of cute to hear the stories about. Absolutely. And the, right. And a couple of years later, he passed away and I made a DVD of it. And then it's the always and then what happens in life. He also had a couple photo albums, the family photo albums. We lost one, but we were able to save one. And all of a sudden I have these memories of his, of his uh, the video and all these other memories of pictures and it's like, well, how am I going to hand this down to my kids? And now I have grandkids. So mm-hmm. it was like, it, yeah, it, you know, it's just, and it, I, I have found that from generation to generation, it's just like, oh, here, here's a copy of this. Here's a book I've made, which is kind of cool, but they still get lost. I have no idea where my yearbook is at. So I kind of started brainstorming and kind of, I got together, with, uh, finally got a, an IT guy. Uh, I used to work with Disney and he works out at Gig Harbor here near me. 
And I started to brainstorm about how can we do this and how can we do this? And we came up with a way of making my arc at work where people can archive their memories one at a time, put a good story to it. And then that's their life account. And then basically they can, it'll be there forever. And then as generations go by, as you're saying, you can tap into that and see what a person was actually like. Right now we have everything's on our phone. Our life is on our phone, on our computer. And you can sit there and if somebody passed away, it's just like, well, I got a thousand pictures. I've absolutely no idea what they mean. And basically it'll just go delete. And there you go. And you'll have a couple pictures on the wall, some fond memories, but you give about one generation and you'll be almost just, you know, dust in the wind. It's so true. There's so much story behind the photos. And unless someone is taking the time to talk about the story, it's forgotten. You know, one of the, uh, my husband's Italian. And one of the things that I love about getting together with his family, of course, they all have the photos, but they verbally tell the story. It's like every time they get together, do you remember what aunt so-and-so said? Do you remember her hard time? And each one has a piece of the puzzle. Uh, And I love it. It's, um, and there's something so powerful about story and these photos. And you're right. I have boxes of photos. Some are in albums. And one day I thought I would do my kids a favor because actually my mother did this for us before she passed away. She took all of the photos and she put them in groups. Like I have uh, six brothers. So you can imagine. Oh my so, gosh. You got a great family. Yeah. Big family. So she literally gave us all our own photos, like family, you know, all those the growing up years and give, H gave us like an individual box. So we were able to at least take our photos with us. Yeah. And I actually have my grandparents reels, not reels. What are they? The little, uh, oh, the little, little eight millimeters before that it was on before the eight millimeter. Gosh, oh gosh. Good. Like think about grandparents. What was that? The, I mean, the little uh, film on the projectors that they used to show. That's eight, yeah, like when you're in school, that's a little eight millimeter or 16 millimeter films. Yeah, like on the little yeah. cartridge and you had yeah, to play yeah, them yeah. on a projector on a screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have had those and, uh, you know, have tried to get those converted because you're right. You just lose things like that. And what treasures? Oh, do I got a deal for you. I know. I yeah. want to hear more about uh, what it is that we, you do. So tell one, us. One thing I do, we also have a service called events. Besides okay. your lifetime account, we have events. It kind of works on the same principle, but we kind of tweaked it a little bit. So imagine I've done my events with my photo album that was handed down to me. So basically, you, you, you put everything into the events and now you... Uh, you give somebody an invitation, like it could be from a QR code or an email to join the event. Okay. Now you have all the kids in your family now can join the event that doesn't cost them anything because you've bought the event and now they can actually see all the photo album. And then you can choose who can actually um, modify it. Kind of like, you know, who gets to um, change something because you don't want everybody to change everything at once type of thing. So it works really great with family photo albums because you can have, spread out over a number of people in the family can go to one place and see a photo album that might cover, you know, 30 or 40 or more people. And this works really, really great also with a yearbook 
or even with with a, with like a, a wedding, people become a participant in the wedding. They send all their information, the pictures, stories, everything that happened during the wedding, and now you can actually make up your own wedding event. Ah. And then basically, yeah, and then basically it's, it's given back to the people too that actually participated because they just go click and they get to see, oh, look at all this, and they get the stories and all the pictures and everything like that. And you can have your your uh, just a view only account basically where you have your event, but you can have multiple events. You know, I'm, you know, you were invited to this event or that event to that event. It's just one place to go for, to enjoy that event. And the family photo album is a great place to put an event there and because it can just keep growing and growing and growing. Oh, so you can just keep uploading. Is that what people do? They upload their photos or videos to a certain account that's established with you? Yeah, usually a lifetime account is 10 gigabytes or even the event is 10 gigabytes, which is actually a couple thousand or more pictures. And then we also add the ability to add that audio story to a picture. Audio story. Oh, yeah, wow. so I, yeah, so you upload a picture and now you hit audio and then you just start talking about that picture, about that. Oh, wow. What happened? Yeah. And then basically just that then gets arced. We call it arc it. It's, you know, archive. We arc it, just arc it. And then it gets put into your account and boom, then people during the event, imagine if you can, you know, like I said, like during a uh, a wedding, people say, oh, I got great stories of you back when they were younger and stuff like that. And boom, they could put this story into a picture or just tell the story and then put it into the event. I love the fact that you can do an audio. That's really yeah. a great idea. When I first read your information, I didn't know if it was something that was writ written and then uploaded. But the, I love the audio because then you have the person's voice. Yes, yes. We thought it was very... I had a friend of mine back from way, way long ago. I was talking to him about the business stuff. And I said, oh, like taking a story to it. And all of a sudden, a little light bulb went off. And says, why don't we have audio on this? Nobody puts audio to an No, upload. you don't. Yeah, so I talked with my IT guys and they got together and we brainstormed how to do it. And I like putting stories or something. You just don't, you just, boom, there's a picture. Now tell a story. It's so true because even though if, even if you get together with family, you'd, you don't really get to share all the stories or there's like a specific things that maybe happen that we don't think to share, but the photo triggers that memory. And then it's exactly. like, oh yeah, I need. So my kids, oh, I'm going back probably 15, 18 years ago. We went back up to New Jersey and they got to meet an uncle. It was my mother-in-law's brother and they never really got to meet him. They've heard about him. And we took him them over to his house so they could meet him. And it was the most precious moment because he sat there. And just like what you were sharing earlier, he shared about Pearl Harbor. He shared oh my how, gosh, yes. Yes. how he met his wife. He shared all about that history. Uh, and my kids sat there like, eyes this big they were like enamored in awe because they were hearing real life stories they met him for the first time they fell in love with him we took a family i took a photo to capture the moment uh -huh. and and you know i have that photo framed in my home just because that was a moment to remember when we heard uncle tony's story and it was probably only a few years after that that we lost him and so now I get to say to his son, 
I have a picture of my children with your father and they yeah. fell in love with your dad because of the stories he told. So I can so see why what you're doing is so powerful. Um, oh my gosh, everybody should just jump in and do that. What a gift. Oh, there's little things now where if you're going to sit down with somebody and just ask them some story, you know, just ask them about something, they'll tell you a story. Mm -hmm. They have little things now that you can stick on the bottom of your phone and you stick a little lapel mic. So it's it's nothing that's intrusive. And you can oh. sit back and just and just hit a little button. They can hardly even see it. You hit a button, they just start talking. And you, know, you just tell a story for 10 or 15 minutes or whatever it is. And you, just, oh, you know, that's a great story. Click, you can go to the next question. And it'd be, you know, it doesn't have to be video. It can be audio is a great way to do it. So is there a limit in uh, time for each, like audio? Audio, there really isn't. Um, we do like, most time, if you can tell a story within 10 or 15 minutes, that's usually about about right. Unless yeah. you really ramble on. <laughs> you don't want to, yeah. Keep right, it and going. then video, we like to chop it up into 10-minute segments just because of uh, bandwidth. We don't want to have people sitting there like YouTube and putting on an hour or something. Like I did a video with my dad, and I just basically did some 10-minute segments on it and then didn't upload oh. those. That's a good yeah. idea. It's just a bandwidth thing and, you know, because we try to we try not to overload the system. And what we do is we also work with our main right now, our main um, uh, who we uh, preserve our stuff with right now is Amazon Web Services. We don't keep anything in in with us. In the future, we're gonna we have Amazon Web Services now. In the future, we're also gonna add Iron Mountain, which is a service that actually work with banks. That uh, we're gonna have a second. And maybe even a third place we actually store stuff, people's oh, memories. That's great. Yeah, yeah so explain we, that because is that for security purposes or security, longevity, um, a little bit of leverage. If somebody says, "Well, we don't, we want to make you, you know, give us some more money," type thing, if we're going to do something, and they says that it's we got other some systems over, you know, this is saved over here. We can just go to somebody else and still keep doing the exact same thing. So, yeah, I want to basically have it to where more than one place we save and back up your memories. And, and in the long run, we're also going to have what they call a cold storage, where basically somebody that's passed away, basically, uh, it'll be generated onto a like an archival DVD disc, where it can sit there for 100 years and not even denigrate at all. And people can still tap into it and see something in 100 years from now. That is so be, great. We try to be very secure and technology will change probably within a hundred years. So, you know, we're, as that changes, we don't have to sit there and have to change all of our services and stuff. We will work with the big boys with Amazons and, and iron mountains and things like that. As they change, we'll just go change right along with them because they're the ones that are storing it for us. So like if someone wanted to do this, they just go to your website and contact you and then you share either different packages or different things that uh, you have to so, offer it's so simple all you got to do is go to myarket.com and there's a 30-day free trial we don't take any bank information you just click on the trial you email and you generate a passcode and boom you have your life account and then you have 30 days to play with it put it how, see how stuff is uploaded see how it works and then if you don't want to you know continue with my arc it, it basically changes over to a view only account where you can still view somebody else's um, account, but yours is just a view only account. 
Say that last part again. If you choose not to go ahead with the 30-day trial, yours becomes a view-only? A view-only account, yeah. It's kind of like if you're a participant, when we've talked about the events. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a participant, they basically just sign up and they, they're they like a, a view-only account. They can add stuff to that event, but they really don't have their own lifetime account. And for a lifetime account, when you first sign up for that, you do get a 30-day free trial. But after that 30 days, it kind of, you don't, you know, if you don't want to continue because it's just a one-time payment, it'll just revert back or revert to a, uh, a view-only account where, let's say, if you had a cousin that was uh, viewing your account and they had a they had a trial account, it changes over to a trial account. She can still view yours if you give her permission. Still view your account, like say it might be, a, you know, a, maybe a family account or something like that. But she can't add anything to her own account because it's a view only account. We give somebody the ability still to do that for no charge. Okay, that I understand that now. Yeah. Yeah, that is very simple. And, uh, you know, legacy is something that people undervalue or maybe they don't understand it. So why is legacy important? Legacy, well, part of it is also honor thy mother and thy father mm-hmm. to where you want to be able to remember remember life of somebody else because we learn so much from living our lives. We want to pass on information. It could be something as simple as a chocolate chip cookie recipe. Right. Or hey, just a little thing. Something, I just had a, a lady the other day. She was going, oh, I have an audio of my mother when she was playing something and singing. I wonder what to do with it. And all of a sudden, like, you need to get onto my arcade and, you know, and get some of your kids on it too. And it, all of a sudden people are looking at, because we live in a digital age and we can take advantage of technology now and be able to save a lot of what we, you know, a lot of our lives now digitally, we can save it and pass it on. And hopefully our kids will then see us and kind of get a little bit of an inkling of who we were, how how things were, and hopefully, you know, maybe live a better life you know, an understanding of who we were. I do. I think that's so critical. I think of my own grandchildren and they never really got to know my parents because they passed away before my grandchildren were born. And sometimes like I'll, they'll ask me like, well, what was her name? And like different things like that. So I really could see, you know, the generations coming up and what you're doing is so valuable. I mean, it's priceless. Because all of our families have generational history. And to be able to hear the story of great, great grandparents, uh, even maybe to even understand, oh, my gosh, she looks just like me or I'm just like her. And that's the stuff we miss if people are not actually passing on the legacy. Oh, yeah. Pass on the stories. My Mm -hmm. dad was great at telling stories. And uh, I can just imagine maybe... Maybe I never got to know my, well, I knew my grandfather, but I never knew my great, great grandfather. Yeah. And because you go back about six or seven generations and they came across, you know, one of the boats or something came across mm-hmm. and it would have been interesting to know some of the old, old stories about why they came over. And I, I just found the other day going through putting some more of my stuff from my, uh, my family photo album. I came across some letters that my uh, my grandfather was getting from, it was like a cousin from back in Germany in 1948 after the war. And they oh were talking my. about, 
right they were talking about how devastated they were over there and they're they're german they lived over in germany and how mm-hmm. devastated you know most of germany was and you know they could and they were possibly talking about possibly and making their way back over to or uh, coming to america but then a couple of years later i found another letter and put it in there and they said they were they prematurely aged so much because of that war that they, they, just, they just didn't really really couldn't make it over but it was just like oh my gosh there's a piece of history i would have loved to know more about this wouldn't you love to be able to just sit around the table and just ask so many questions yes do it even if you don't put them in the my market right now at least get those questions asked and put them onto something and we can yes. always you can always I just had a lady the other day. She, it was been over a year. She had her mother on it that had been putting stuff in there. But she kind of, you know how people always get busy and they're always doing something. Well, about three months ago, her father, her, her husband had passed away. Oh. And now she wants to get memories of her husband put in there for their 17-year-old uh, son to have when he grows oh. up. So it's those things. It's like I tell people, don't. Don't procrastinate. Get some things going. You can always put stuff on the market when you need to, but don't procrastinate too long because sooner or later, we all have a life, you know, what was that called? Uh, uh, expiration date. Mm, that's true. <laughs> it, it always comes due. And you know what? Sometimes uh, things are forgotten. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Just our memories don't service as well. And so I would say a great idea is like with holidays, you know, you're getting together with family. That would be a great way to just sit down and start getting people to share stories. Oh, most of our phones have a, a record uh, app yeah. on them. Yes. And just start getting some of those stories. And like I said, people sometimes don't like to be videotaped when they're telling a story, but it's no big deal. Like take a recorder. I would go on a walk with the dogs a lot of times in the morning. And I'd think of a, uh, a subject like first time I've seen star Wars or my first car or little things like that, that I might want to tell my great, 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 great grandchildren about. And I just record it and, you know, five, 10, 10 minutes later, whatever it is, boom, you got it. And I just arc it. That's so good. You're, you're reminding me recently, we went to Philadelphia. That's where I'm originally from. And I had, we had our grandkids and we ran up the, uh, museum art museum steps to the rocky statue oh that i was gonna say the rocky steps okay (laughs) and we told our grandkids we said nana and poppy our very first date was the first rocky movie and so like oh my god just connecting history (laughs) you know it's just so some of the things we don't think are significant really are because it makes us real it makes us real to those that we're trying to share our story with don't you think Oh my gosh! Yes. It, it was. It's got me going more and more. When before we actually launched it a couple of years ago, to where my wife, I used to, I, 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 um, I like to uh, get old vinyl records. Oh yeah. And you go and we go to an estate sale or something like that, and you see old pictures on the wall. And a lot of times, if you go to an estate an estate sale, it's the last person that was alive that either has to go into a home or had passed away. Mm-hmm. And you're just seeing pictures on the wall. I, I wonder who they were. What yeah. was their life like? And some people will have the. I mean, amazing story. I used to work as a, at a gas station back in the 80s. And there was this old guy there, Frank. And he was dragging around his oxygen bottle, trying to make it to age 70 
so he could have more social security. Oh my. And we, a nice old guy wasn't too overly talkative, but we, we kind of hit it up every once in a while. We talk and stuff like that. And I asked him, I said, well, were you ever in the war or, you know, were you ever in the military? He said, oh yeah, I was in world war two. And I kind of going, Oh, what'd you do? He was a B-17 pilot. <gasps> and this is like, Oh my gosh, the stories he probably could have told. Oh, I you know the, that yeah. generation in particular. Yes. Everybody's got a story. Everybody's got a life. And there's, it's just, we need to pass it on to our oh, kids and our do. grandkids. Oh, yes. You know, I have to, uh, my mother-in-law just turned 102. Wow. Yeah. And I have to say, my uh, daughter and her husband, Caleb, they said, you know, we want our children to remember Nanny. And so we're going to fly up from Texas to New Jersey we want them to remember Nanny's home and we want them to spend time with her. And so my grandchildren are like 11, seven and five. And we went to, now Nanny is in a memory care facility and we okay. went to go spend time with her. But for her to see her, her great grandchildren, but what, you know what I'd love James was watching my grandchildren who you would think would be like, Oh, you know, go off and do anything. No, they sat there and they held her hand. Oh my gosh. And they kept looking at her and they would talk to her and they'd rub her shoulder. And I just got to witness something that I think we all forget that it's important to know our ancestors. It's just important to allow children to connect with the older generation. And I can't yeah. say enough about my daughter, Jamie and Caleb, our husband for saying, we want to do this with our children. Like they get it. And I just hope that inspires anybody that's listening. You know, it's important. It's important for your children to know their grandparents. Mm -hmm. And it's important for children to know their own parents and their own yes. stories growing up because there's just so much rich. Oh, I learned so much from my dad just by asking him silly questions like, Oh, your first car type of thing. You know, he, he was a paper boy for so long. He bought an old 38 Chevy. I think it was. And it was, it was yeah, 16 years old and it was one year newer than his dad was driving. Oh my God. Yeah. Little bitty things like that. It just had me rolled on the floor and it, you get the personality. That's what we want to savor is the personality from the people in the past. And don't you find that as the people are sharing their stories, they'd light up. Oh my gosh. Yes. I went to a, uh, it was a, 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 what they call assisted care living home. Not too far from here. It was a newer one that uh, opened up and they had kind of a, uh, a get together of probably about 12 people. And the lady that was doing it, she was helping people relive memories. Oh, and she, she'd do things like have a picture, and it wasn't even a picture of their picture; it'd be a picture that they would relate to, and it could be something from music to the Christmas or something like that. And you get a person halfway comfortable when they're talking, especially at that age, and all of a sudden the stories come out. You know, oh, we did this, we did that. Oh my gosh, and this is like, oh my gosh, this is fantastic. And that's what you need to do: is see some of those old stories because remember those old stories genetically it kind of passed on to you because yeah, that's, that's it's kind true. of like where you come from 
It's so true. And that, oh, that's yeah. when we discover, oh, my gosh, now I know why I think the way I do. My grandmother was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, I just love what you're doing. And, you know, in closing, is there anything that you would love to share with the audience just, I guess, to inspire them to even start what it is that you've created? Oh, well, first take a look at myarket.com. And do the 30-day tryout. doesn't cost a penny. Try it out, try it out, try it out. But the biggest, biggest thing is you're getting together for holidays. You're getting together for family, things like that. Get some stories. Record some stories. At least have them with you or, you know, have them. Get them. Get them stories. And then, you know, make up your mind what you're going to do with them because there isn't too many places I've found that actually do what we do. A lot of places have cloud stories and stuff like that. But if you put something into a cloud, a lot of times within two years, they delete you or they can delete you if you don't touch it. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Oh, you put something on Google or Apple, things like that. They'll go, boom, you're gone. Because why should they keep you? They give you something for free, but if not, yeah, I haven't been around there for five years, deleted. That's good to yeah. know. That's valuable yeah. information right there. I did not know that. Yep, yep. And, and well, that's that's my biggest thing. Get get some stories now before it's too late. Because we want to preserve the history for the generations that are coming after us. Exactly. Right? And I think the the longer we all live, we're starting. We realize how important story is. What people went through, how they persevered, the funny things they did. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Very yeah, important. Even Very important. the uh, the uh, recipes. Like I called my sister-in-law the other, other day and I said, can you please find that chicken divan recipe with the blue cheese that your mother <laughs> made all the time? And so she's trying to find that, you know, because there's such, just something about sitting around the table and remembering. Yes, yes. And Pretty soon in life, that table gets to be a little more spare, you know, sparse of people sitting around it. Oh, and, it's so true. Yeah. And just you're sitting back I, every once in a while now, I'll be just sitting through something. I'll, I'll click onto a folder of family and I'll just relive a, relive a memory really quick and simple. Oh, yeah. I can remember that birthday. I remember when I did that or something click on my dad or my mom or something like that. Yeah. There's something good, about that. Yeah. You get a warm fuzzy, then you kind of go on with life again. Oh, but see, they're great memories. I'll tell you, I am yes. preserving the uh, the family table in my home because I, I there are the best conversations that happen when you sit around your table. Oh my gosh, yes. And um, I People, you know, the, the see that's some of, we we lose some of that now with a little bit of too much uh, social uh, media or uh, just people are getting the not know how to communicate so much right to tell the stories and it's you give this time to our kids where it's not you know it's not lol and things like that it's something people will sit there and tell the story know how to communicate that's another thing we need to teach our kids how to communicate too oh yeah put the phones down sit down have conversations <laughs> and my my husband and i we always have uh, thoughtful questions that we'll ask um just you know, to get the conversation going. And, and we do, we just sit there, we laugh, we cry. Um, we, we also, and I don't want to focus too much on this, but I have a book called The Family Letter, 
where we as a family on our birthdays every year write uh, letters to whoever's birthday it is, actually receives a letter that is written out, that is read out loud in community around the table. Oh, how cool. It is so powerful. I can't even begin to tell you what it's like to receive these letters. And the whole point is to hear why you're known, loved, valued, and celebrated. We've been doing this for about 35 years now. And, oh, what a great tradition. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. And you know what? It yeah. It's breathing life into other people. So my youngest son, Vinny, got married just a couple weeks ago. And my oldest son was the best man, Jonathan. And he asked all the groomsmen, I want you all to write my brother a letter. <laughs> and so they all got together and... For all of the groomsmen, it was their first time to do something like that. And they all wrote my son, Vinny, a letter about what he has meant to them in their life as being friends. And, you know, there wasn't a dry eye, I was told, by, by the <laughs> groomsmen in the place. And they were like, this is so powerful. I said, it is. There's something about sharing how you feel about one another that, and you all get to hear it at the same time. It's so powerful. And you're doing this with the photos. You're allowing people to talk about what's going on in that picture. What is the story? And it, this is, and I really believe will bring healing. You know, when you lose a loved one and mm. you can go back to what it is that you're creating, James, and hear that person's voice and, and them sharing what went on, I believe it brings a measure of healing to, to our souls because we miss that person. And the one thing we always longed for is to maybe hear their voice again. So the fact that you have yeah. that audio along with the photos, I think you've created something so powerful, so beautiful. And congratulations. Oh, it's, I want more and more people to use it. Well, we'll make sure that the word gets out. And I just want to highly recommend that you connect with James. I will have, you know, his website and everything in my show notes. And if you're looking for a gift, something new and something different, if you want to, if you're really starting to think about legacy, please reach out to James because I, as you can hear, he's passionate about this and you can see how it can have a ripple effect in your own family if we can only share the stories of our lives. And so, James, thank you for being with me here today. I really treasure what you're doing. Oh, thanks very much for having me on. It's been fantastic. Oh, you are so welcome. And I want to thank each and every one of you, my Transition Tribe, as each week you come together. And I want you to share this episode let's do this together. Share this episode because there's so many people that need to hear about this. And I want to thank you for coming because as a transition tribe, we always embrace, grow, and are transformed by the purpose and power of the transitions in our lives. Thank you for joining us today on the Transition Bridge podcast. We appreciate you. If you enjoyed listening today, please go ahead and subscribe or review the show on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to check out the show notes. And for more information about Debbie, go to DebbieRonka.com. That's D-E-B-I-R-O-N-C-A.com.